Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the morning show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. And uh, good morning to all of you on this uh, cold, snowy April the 21st. 28 degrees right now. Our overnight low last night was 25, and we have a freeze warning in effect for tonight as temperatures will again be in the mid-20s for overnight lows, and that is not good for farmers. There's a lot, a lot of concern about the uh, fruit trees in the state of Michigan. It, it's amazing how the weather can just disrupt uh, so many different industries. Think of like I think of like um, seal coating because our friend always complains about the weather when it is bad. But mm -hmm. you know, you picture any construction or outdoor jobs, or um, I'm sure people are getting pools installed and sprinkler systems installed. Everything is just stops stops because of the weather. So. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, and, and nobody wanted this. Nobody wanted the snow. No, there's no industry that wanted the snow. Yes, yesterday. That's not true. Who? I cannot say. <laughs> but there is really? an industry. Hmm. Yes, there is an industry that wanted the snow. Hmm. Well, hopefully that's the end of it. We'll be in the uh, upper 50s um, this weekend. Of course, the uh, whole country. I think the whole world is talking about the guilty verdicts yesterday handed down by the uh, uh, Minneapolis. Uh, courtroom, uh, Derek Chauvin guilty on three counts um, uh, for the death of George Floyd Knight. I don't think anybody was surprised. I think because of that nine minute and 29 second video, it was pretty clear to everybody what happened. Yeah, I mean, when if you could even bring yourself to watch that video last year, it was just devastating. So, I mean, that's what you assu you assumed what was going to happen, but there, you know, a lot of unrest in the country because there's been a history of officers being acquitted for similar crimes. So, um, uh, it's a good day. Justice is served. I was surprised to find out that um, Derek Chauvin was not in police custody during I was the trial. Too. I was watching it yesterday, and the commentators had mentioned that. I thought that was uh, inter interesting, but... Um, yeah, hopefully brings a little bit of peace to that uh, area of the country and that family, but uh, still a lot of work to, to be done. Yes, as President uh, Biden said last night, uh, the conviction of Chauvin can be a giant step forward. So no, we're going to be seeing a lot uh, throughout legislatures in this country and even in Congress uh, discussions about police reform. But mm -hmm. think about if that video did not exist, if that bystander had not taped that, and she was there solid for that entire time, mm -hmm. the uh, police uh, blotter the next day said um, the suspect uh, passed away because of a medical condition while you just uh, never in custody. Know. So, yeah. Well, do you remember um, when uh, Rodney King was assaulted? It was a home movie from a neighbor, right, mm -hmm. uh, across the street. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's just amazing that, you know, if some, some of these things aren't caught, I mean, that's your, there's your evidence right there. And unfortunately, a lot of times um, when it is this type of situation, if you don't have the video evidence, it's tough to win those cases. But um, yeah, it's amazing um, kind of the direction our country went after um, that crime. It was just, you know, polarizing uh, to the nation. So um again, hopefully uh, steps forward. Uh, certainly opened a lot of eyes, I think, uh, all over the country. Well, we're continuing to see some hopeful signs on the COVID uh, pandemic. Yesterday, uh, a couple of hospital leaders told Cranes Detroit that for the next two weeks, we are going to be seeing leveling of this third surge. And after a couple of weeks, we could see some uh, leveling off as vaccinations take hold. Bob Riney, the COO of Henry Ford Health System, said that based on predictive modeling analysis, uh, they anticipate that this current surge of hospitalizations will continue for another two weeks, and then we'll see a plateau, and then eventually a reduction. Uh, yesterday, the U.S. Uh, met the goal of administering 200 coronavirus vaccines in the president's first 100 days in office. And did you know that we're getting uh, 28 million vaccine doses being delivered each week in the United States? Really? That's mm -hmm. a ton. 
Vaccines are readily available. In fact, are you interested in receiving a COVID but can't get to a clinic now? The vaccine clinic will come to you, the Center for Family Health, the Region 2 Area Agency on Aging, and the Jackson County Health Department are urging you to call any of those three organizations and they will schedule uh, an at-home vaccination. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. That's one, one, yeah. way, uh, one great way to reach some of our uh, at-risk population, so it's great. Mm -hmm. Uh, you just have to be 16 or over. That's it. Awesome. You don't have to uh, have any specific disability. Uh, In-home caregivers can also be vaccinated. So there are so many people that are homebound. It's amazing. In Jackson County, thousands. So that's great news. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That is good because, um, you know, we have some events coming up and some things going on. So we need those numbers <coughs> to uh, go back down as we get into this warm weather. So. We're close. I have a wedding coming up. Yeah, I do too. As, as far as I know, there's 300 people invited to that wedding. What? Uh, That's okay. We'll see what happens. It's in, when is it? June? It's in June. June. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, one event that is not happening, or a series of events, the high school sports, the weather. Oh my gosh. But, uh, you know, believe it or not, uh, soccer players will play in this weather. So let's get into our Jackson County scoreboard from JTV Sports and Jeff Steers. I saw him coming in from these games last night, and I was, I wanted to give him a hug. Um, Mason beat Jackson four to nothing. Uh, it was scoreless for four, or for more than 45 minutes of the, the Jackson Vikings held Mason in check on the road Tuesday night, but with three key players out for the Vikings. It was only a matter of time before the Bulldogs started scoring. Mason scored with less than 30 seconds remaining in the first half and scored three more times in a 4 nothing win over the Vikings. With the loss, Jackson moves to 2-3. and three. Mason is always strong and one of the top teams in the state in Division Two. Jackson coach Travis Baker said, we are down to two starting defenders and a midfielder, so we knew it was going to be tough. Mason scored six minutes into the second half to break open a one nothing game. The Bulldogs outshot Jackson 13-2. Jackson goalie Zoe Langley made 10 saves. The rest of the evening was washed out due to the snow and weather. And some scores from Monday night. Um, you have Western won the, the boys meet in the track and field. Jaden Horn won the 100-meter dash in the 200 and teamed with Jackson Kunselman, Jacob McDonald, and Luke Teachout to win the 400-meter relay. Lily uh, Kucharek won the shot, and she set a new school record in the discus wow. with a heave toss of 115 feet 5 inches and now holds the school record in shot put and disc. Uh, that's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good no stuff. Lily. That's great stuff. And then uh, <laughs> softball from uh, Monday night, Adrian Madison over Columbia Central 12 to two, and uh, things didn't get much better in the second one as Madison won Ouch. 16 to nothing. And on the baseball side, Manchester over uh, Jeff Steers alma mater, Vandercook Lake 10 to zero. So a lot of lopsided games last night, which mm -hmm. tells me that uh, it was hard to get interested. <laughs> um, this weekend, we're going to have a special uh, recap tribute to the girls' uh, Grass Lake State Championship Lady Warriors team. Noah uh, Baker, sports director, and Josh Brigat and Joel Freeling and crew, Pat O'Dowd, have uh, worked on that. They've been out at all the games. So that's going to, you'll be able to get that on our website on Thursday. But we will air that at 10 noon and 6 on Saturday and Sunday this weekend. Uh, one of the best girls basketball teams, uh, pro I don't know, probably the, the best girls basketball team to ever come out of this area. I bet, I think you're right. I mean, there's been some good teams that didn't win a state championship, but uh, yeah, you can't, you can't take away that hardware. So that'll be cool to watch. We've got a lot on our show today, so we'll get right to it. In just uh, moments, Deborah Kubisky will be joining us. She is interim health officer for the Jackson County Health Department and uh, also uh, Deputy Administrator for Jackson County. Uh, Zach Snyder, artist, is joining us and we have a special announcement when uh, Zach is here. And also the Jackson YMCA, they're starting to get into uh, their busy season. So Lindsay Wood will be here to talk about their uh, event on Saturday and then uh, swimming lessons, classes, and uh, so much more.
That's all today on The Morning Show, being brought to you by the Pick Center. And Deborah Kubitsky joins us after this. Yes, we know, pet insurance can be a bit confusing, but it doesn't have to be. The Personal Lines team at Walton, an independent auto owner's insurance agency, is here to help. We've flipped the script to provide the modern pet parent with clear choices and access to the latest technology, including an app that allows you to make claims, talk to a live vet 24-7, and even manage playdates. If you're interested in a quote, look up Walton, an independent auto owner's insurance agency, at waltonpetinsurance.com. Walton Insurance Group, we're here. Do you see that? It's McDonald's. Do you see that right there? <gasps> oh, can we stop? Please, can I'm we stop? so no. no, we so really can't close. stop. We're so close. Uh, there's another one right there. Oh, come on, it's right there. It's, it's right, right there. there. Please, 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 please. <gasps> <Yes>! <gasps> Thank you. You're my favorite roommate. Choose your favorite $3 bundle at McDonald's, like a deliciously cheesy McDouble paired with everyone's favorite small fries. Add any size soft drink for just a buck. Hello, I'm Brian with Avenue Auto. It's tax refund season again. And right now at Avenue Auto through tax day, bring in your W-2 and drive away today. Yes, we will prepare your tax return from a trusted source, let you know the result, and you can use your tax refund to purchase a new vehicle. No need to wait on the government for your refund, and we'll pay for your tax prep fees. Drive away today at Avenue Auto with just your W-2 and our guaranteed credit approval. We've been making car deals for over 23 years. Call us today or see our entire inventory online. Find your local carrier professionals at Lammers Heating and Air Conditioning recipient of the Carrier President's Award two years running. No matter the weather, Lammers will keep your house feeling great. Call or visit us online. At Arbor Manor Rehabilitation and Nursing Center, our staff is committed to helping patients maximize the rehabilitation potential. We believe healthcare goals are best met by putting patients first, and patients are not just their healthcare challenges, they are people first. That is why the needs and preferences of each individual lead the way in how we provide care. I was hesitant. I did not want to come, but then I started realizing that it was my time to relax and take care of things. My experience here with Arbor Manor was wonderful. Uh, they was very encouraging. People here that I've met, and it's probably the whole building pretty much because I walked around a lot, are amazing, are simply amazing. I don't think I would have recovered as fast without Arbor Manor. They treated me like a princess. Joining us today on The Morning Show is uh, Jackson County's Interim Health Officer and also the Deputy Administrator for Jackson County, Deborah Kavitsky. Nice to see you. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Good, Good to see you here. Good to see you guys. Doing a couple of jobs right now. Yes. Yes. Double duty. Um, unfortunately, um, our health officer did resign, and um, so filling in for her until we can get a permanent replacement. The position is posted right now, so we're hoping um, that we get some great applicants, and we'll have interview process and go from there. And that's, it's not a clinical position? No, there are requirements. You do have to be approved through the state of Michigan, so there are certain requirements. Um, an advanced degree is required. Um, ex ironically, experience in, in health is not. Um, they do prefer that, obviously but you don't have to be a nurse or you know something like that. But, um, but yeah, so you have to be approved by the state of Michigan, there are requirements, and I meet those minimum requirements, so. So uh, Deborah, everyone wants to know about the, the vaccine and, and where we're at. Um, it seems like if you want one and you have the ability to get one, you can get one, no problem. Now we need to reach people who don't have the ability to maybe get out of their house or use technology. 
Absolutely, we are experiencing um, a saturation from those that have an ab ability to get the vaccine. So I was on a call this morning, the hospital has appointments available. We have appointments available for our clinic. So if you can get to a clinic, the, the appointments are there. Um, we've been working behind the scenes in trying to get to those uh, individuals that may be homebound or to get to the schools. We actually had a call yesterday with the health department um, and working with some of the schools to try and get on site with the schools to get the younger group since they just got approved April 5th, you know, expanding the eligibility. So we're working with some of our um, community partners and trying to reach out and get to the hard to reach population. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we're working on that. So the, all those is signed up on your uh, sign up genius that you, or even filled out the survey, you've gone through every name on that yeah, list. Yeah, we had over 60,000 people on that wait list. Oh, wow. And now we didn't vaccinate all those because obviously some went elsewhere to get their vaccination while they were waiting, but our list is exhausted. So wow. um, we went through over 60,000 names. We've reached out to them, sent them emails. So if you are interested, the appointments are available. So we do not have a wait list any longer. Isn't it amazing how we went from a month ago, everyone fighting for a vaccine, and now we do essentially yeah. have a surplus um, for the community. Yeah, we're, um, we're experiencing that, I think, throughout the state. Um, I've seen other advertisements where people have walk-ins mm -hmm. available, you know, appointments available, and that type of thing. So I think we are experiencing that throughout the state that everybody who wants it has gotten it. It's now getting the hard-to-reach populations and the younger group that, that is seeing a spike mm -hmm. right now. Are there any uh, clinics planned where people can just walk in without appointments? We haven't reached that point yet. We do have a, an appointment um, on a sign up on our website. We changed it from the survey to a sign up. So when you go to our website looking for an appointment, um, you will get an appointment, not a, not a wait list. Um, so we haven't converted to that yet, um, but I have heard other clinics um, that I've seen, whether it be on Facebook or advertised. I know Detroit's doing walk-ins. Um, I know Canton Township. I'm not sure if the hospital's there yet. I'm not sure if they're doing walk-ins yet, but I know appointments are available. How close are we to that uh, magic 70% that do we uh, hope to reach? Um, not very close. On my really? state call yesterday that I, I was on, um, as a state, we're at 30%. Hmm. We, we reached just over 30%. So as a state, we're not quite there. So are we going to, do you foresee a point when we're uh, we can't get there because enough people won't or do not want to get the vac vaccination? There is some vaccine hesitancy. Um, I think the pause in the Johnson & Johnson mm -hmm. um, didn't help that. Um, so I think we may see a struggle in getting to that 70%, especially mm -hmm. since the Johnson & Johnson has been paused. We haven't heard anything further on that, when it may or may not become available again. But um, yeah, so that, that's a concern. Is it, Can mm -hmm. we reach that 70%? Well, in addition to uh, health department, the uh, pandemic affecting pretty much every layer of county uh, government, which you also mm -hmm. oversee. <laughs> uh, what, what has been, what are some of the challenges that the county is seeing because of the restrictions, uh, the inability to do certain in-person things? Um, at the courthouse, for example? Yeah, the courthouse um, just transitioned back to phase one, um, unfortunately. Um, the state court administrator's office has set guidelines on them um, and what capacity they can be at based on percentages. Right now, we're at a 15.5% positivity rate in Jackson County, um, which is high according to the state, the Supreme Court, state court administrator's office. So they did have to transition back to that phase one. Um, we were doing our best to provide services, whether it be by appointment. Um, I know they are still providing some services at the court. There is a backlog on trials, mm -hmm. which isn't a good thing, but no fault of their own. It's you know the guidance that they're given and they have to, to follow that. So, um, but we're doing the best to provide services. Some, some services are by appointment, like our WIC program, Veterans Affairs, they are doing appointments. Um, other services are open, the animal shelter's open. Um, JDOT, they're open and working hard, fixing roads. Mm -hmm. um, so we are still providing all the services that we normally would, just in a different, different capacity. Do we uh, have a feel for the impact on the county's budget, the, the pandemic's impact? Fortunately, because there has been CARES Act money and now the American Rescue Plan, um, fortunately our budget is looking pretty decent closing out 2020. Um, 
we've had some grants, um, specific grants. I know Department on Aging and the Health Department had both um, had opportunities for grants. The county as a whole, we were eligible for some grants. So we have been able to fill some of those um, plugs, plug some of those holes because of that. Um, our, our employees also stu st stepped up to the plate and um, we, we took part in the work share program that the state offered where mm -hmm. employees could take a uh, reduced time. So our employees were working 80%, some of them, not all of them, but some of them were working 80% and then they were getting the unemployment benefits that the state mm -hmm. and the federal government offered. So we did have employees that stood up, stepped up to the plate to help us out with our budget and that, that helped tremendously as well. With the, uh, the federal money that, um, that the county has received, over $30 million, um, that has to be spent specifically um, you can't just pass $30 million out here and there, do this or that. Uh, talk a little bit about um, kind of what goes into that process. So we haven't received the money yet. Um, we, we were told that we were supposed to receive it within 30 days. It's been 30 days and we don't have it yet. So, mm -hmm. um, but we're getting two, two portions. The payments will be divided into two. We're supposed to get um, 15 million the first year and approximately 15 million the second year. It has to be spent by December 31st of 2024, so we can't just put it in our bank account and hang on to it. Um, we do have to submit quarterly reports to the federal government on what we spent it on, and yes, there are guidelines. Um, what they've told us that we can't spend it on is plugging holes in a pension fund, mm -hmm. um, and they're cautioning on different projects such as capital projects because they do need to be COVID related. So they're tying the money to COVID again. Um, and so we're trying to be cautious on how we spent it. Um, again, we don't have the money yet. So there's a lot of discussions on how can we benefit the community mm -hmm. as a whole. And um, we haven't, haven't figured or finalized any decisions at this point. Um, but we're hoping that it will be very beneficial to everyone. Could it? Uh, would that? Could that money be allowed to maybe plug some of the holes left over the last year uh, related to COVID, or is it more kind of looking forward? So what they've explained to us, one of the guidance that they have given us, which is minimal. So we're still waiting for additional guidance, which many communities are, um, so that we don't have to repay if we spend it okay. in a way that's not appropriate. Um, so what they've they've told us is if you want to fill a hole in your budget as a result of a reduction in your revenues from COVID, you have to compare your 2019 and your 2020 budgets. Mm -hmm. And there has to be evidence that there was a reduction as a result of COVID um, from those revenues in a particular department. So, um, so we have to do those analytics sure. and, and prove that, that that was a result of COVID. I think one area that the pandemic uh, exposed where we've got uh, some deficiencies is, is broadband access to mm -hmm. the internet uh, here, here in Jackson County. Mm -hmm. uh, I noted that there's a possibility that money can be used to expand infrastructure, including uh, broadband. Uh, any thoughts on that? We have had conversations. We've had a lot of conversations behind the scenes since we were made aware of the money. Um, again, we're not making any commitments at this point, but there have been conversations about um, improving broadband throughout the, the county. Um, that would make the, the county more marketable for new homes, new businesses, you know, attract, um, and it would better the lives of the people that are already living here. Mm -hmm. so, um, so we have had conversations about that. We don't have estimates. We haven't gotten to the point of what would that cost? Do we have enough money to do that? Mm -hmm. You know, would the 30 million cover that? I have no idea. So um, we're looking, we have discussed that, and yes, we're looking at many different things. Uh, viewer, I uh, had a question about the pandemic, the, uh, the variant. We are hearing that one of the reasons we're seeing such uh, widespread of the virus is we're seeing more, more variant. Do we know in Jackson County any specifics uh, related to the, the various variants that are here in Michigan? Yes, the, um, the UK variant is the predominant variant now, um, and that's a majority of the cases that we're seeing. I think the last number I saw was 60% of the cases are now mm -hmm. that UK variant. So we are seeing a significant increase in that. And um, yes, the variants are real and spreading quickly. One more question, I think you answered it, but did you guys ever have the J&J &J vaccine? We did not, we, I'm sorry, we got three shipments of it. Um, I think it was less than 3000 vaccines. We did not distribute it, we mm -hmm. distributed it to our community partners. So some of the pharmacies did give out the Johnson & Johnson, but we had a very small portion sure. of it 
Um, we only had three shipments. By the time it got approved and then yeah. it was made available, we had three shipments and we get our shipments weekly. So yeah. um, we had three small shipments that was less than 3,000, I think. And that, yeah, not to panic anyone. Uh, my my kind of question was if, the viewer's question, if you guys have, what happens to those vaccines, like say at one of the providers, do they get sent back or do they just get pitched? It was kind of a- So right now the Johnson & Johnson, cause it's on pause, they yeah. haven't you know terminated the approval sure. process. So. Um, we have that in storage. The they storage, told us yeah. they told us to hang on to it, mm -hmm. and at some point, if they don't do anything, it'll expire, and mm -hmm. we'll have to dispose of it appropriately. Yeah. Um, but that's what they told us to do for that. So that's what we did. Cool. Yeah. The uh, county also uh, is an event uh, coordinator. You have the county parks. You have the fairgrounds. Uh, are you concerned about? Uh, the upcoming event season with the, the restrictions that we're currently uh, under within the state? Of course. We, um, last year, we opened our American One Event Center, the brand new one, and a couple weeks later, everything closed down. So, <laughs> um, so unfortunately, we weren't able to host very many events. I think we had one by the time that everything closed down yeah. last year. So um, it's unfortunate. Um, we're doing our best to comply with all the mandates that have been placed on us by the state. Um, so, but they are holding events. There's a toy show coming up. They, um, they had a gun and knife show a couple weeks ago. So we are doing our mm -hmm. best to comply and it does cause a reduction in, in events that we can mm -hmm. hold. Um, I'm not sure we're seeing as many weddings and showers and you know, those yeah. types of things. Um, so that does, you know, cause some concern. We've got a beautiful event center that we'd like to share with the community and host wonderful events. Yeah, the Jackson County Fair, that's on. It's on for now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, we're, we're hoping that we are in a better place in August and that everything can be held accordingly. And we're preparing, we're doing safety precautions and making sure that we have hand sanitizer stations and, you know, those types of things to, to make the public feel comfortable. So I know they're working hard at the fair to ensure everybody's safety and make, make sure people are comfortable coming to it. I know the, uh, uh the vaccination clinic that Henry Ford is doing uh, using the old American One Event Center. Mm -hmm. Is there uh, any plan for that building? What's the, the status of that? Um, not at this time. Um, we may at some point um, do some, you know, renovations, upgrade, you know, new paint, those types of things. Mm -hmm. um, it'll need that eventually. Um, we're keeping it. We're not tearing it down. So we are going to keep it and maintain it. Um, there's some type of events that actually prefer that. So um, I can't speak specifically to what they are, but I know that's what the fair events fair manager has told mm -hmm. us is that there's some that do like that center better, whether it be for the location or the size or the setup or um, so we do still use it um, and um, we're going to keep it. Just go to the bathroom before you go. I was a chili cook-off <laughs> judge there three years in a row. Okay. So definitely use the bathroom before you go. Well, I think that's one of those upgrades that you're talking about. If you, if, you know, continue to have events there, that's I think that's been part of your plan. Yes. Yeah. Well, appreciate all the uh, information. And again, if you need a vaccine, you can call the health department, Center for Family Health, uh, Region 2, Disability Connections. There's uh, vaccines available. Nice to see you. Thank you. Good Thanks, to see you Deborah. guys. Thank you very much. Interim Health Officer, Deborah Kubitsky. Uh, artist Zach Snyder next unveils a special uh, piece of art right here at JTV. Stay tuned for that. Hi, I'm Shauna with Samadhi. Samadhi Yoga is located downtown Jackson and has been open since 2016. It is a calming and rejuvenating space for our community members to reconnect with themselves through the practices of yoga and movement. Especially during tough times, mental health and community are so important. No matter your level of experience with yoga, Samadhi can be a home for you. New student passes are only $25 for five classes. We hope to see you soon. You can find out more about Samadhi Yoga on our website. Collins Brothers Floor Covering, because new carpet is like, ah, very nice. But commercials suck. Don't change the channel, change your carpet. Collins Brothers Downtown, excellent. Established in 1940. That's before the war, sucker. Lester Brothers has been performing driveway installations for over 30 years. Crushed asphalt is one of our most popular driveway gravels, 
and an overall Lester Brothers favorite. When spread properly, it can last for many years. It's 100% recycled, environmentally friendly, quarter of the cost of hot asphalt, dust free and ready for immediate use after construction. Contact Lester Brothers today for a free timely estimate for your future crushed asphalt driveway or parking lot. I'm Nate Vermeulen and welcome to Vermeulen Furniture. We are Jackson's premier home furnishing store. Living in dining room sets, home office decor, beautiful bedrooms, we have it all. Take advantage of our in-home design service and we provide free mattress delivery and setup. We have a wide variety of power recliners for those lazy days and be sure to check out our clearance center for the best deals in Jackson. Stop into Vermeulen's today and make your house a home. The Pick Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and Cack supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. Welcome back to the morning show on GTV and with us now we're happy to have I guess we could say one of our own artists Zach Snyder. Hey. Morning Zach. How's it going today? Good. Yeah welcome back to our uh, our studios because this has been uh, a home for you for the last uh, three or so weeks. Yeah yeah I came in here and I think it was two weeks ago three weeks ago and spent some time here painting uh, this wall behind us and yeah. Yes, Zach has created a mural which incorporates the skyline of downtown and it will be part of our background on the morning show in another uh, week or so, but it's fantastic. You did an incredible job. What are we looking at, Zach? Tell us. So you're looking at a progress photo of me. Or are they seeing, okay. Well, you're seeing the skyline of Jackson ultimately. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, it's a, uh, a mural that took probably about a week um, and I incorporated my own personal elements and color in there yeah. just to, uh, you know, add some flair and make the uh, skyline look pretty. You know, that, not that it's not, but yeah. yeah. It's cool. Have you ever done um, anything Jackson-based before? Uh, no, I have not, no. Well, you picked a good place to do one. Yeah, seriously. This is a good place. Yeah, we uh, discovered you from a couple of murals that you've done uh, elsewhere, including at Henry Ford Allegiance Hall. Yeah, yeah. A huge mural uh, lining the tunnel. Yep, so the tunnel is, uh, it's a hallway that leads from the Anderson building over to the second floor of the main hospital. And um, it also leads to the cafeteria. So there's a lot of foot traffic through there. And uh, it was just completely white and hadn't been painted in a long time. And yeah, it's uh, fully painted now and looking bright and I abstract. Love, I love how you can, uh, if someone's walking through there and then they're here, they can identify, oh, that's, that's Zach's art. So very cool. Yeah. That looks like it took a little bit longer than <laughs> I'm stuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, that started, um, I started that right as COVID started. Okay. So I was a few months into that project and then I was asked to leave because external contractors, um, you know, couldn't be in there. And then nine months go by and I go back to finish. So, <laughs> yeah, and then a couple months go by and yeah. That's cool right there. And that was at a, uh, a facility um, over on South Street and they allowed me to paint their ceiling, which was super cool. Um, painted like a section of their floor to nice. like do a little uh, illusion with their fridge. But yeah, that was probably more square footage, I think, than um, Henry Ford at the end of the day, yeah. So Zach, you uh, grew up here in Jackson, went to school here, went away to Grand Valley. Yep. yep. And decided that this is, this is gonna be your career. You're going to be a, a, an artist and yeah. do things like what? How, how's, how do you plan on uh, I'm making, making those. Yeah, that's a great question, honestly. And um, the more I sit with my 
art in my career, the more I find other ways to possibly monetize. But right now, murals have supported me. Um, custom prints have supported me. Um, digital art such as that has supported me. Um, but also there's like other ways, um, for example, I'm starting to like get into uh, Patreon, which is kind of like a subscription-based platform for creatives. Um, so you can subscribe for $3 a month and you can get like a custom postcard every month or, you know, it's up to me. <laughs> but I haven't had it fully yeah. set up yet, so. Sure. Cool. Well, we're yeah. excited to have this uh, in our building, which is cool to have something inside, obviously. Yeah. Uh, um, there's so many murals in downtown Jackson, but to have one inside of our building that we get to look mm -hmm. at is pretty cool. Yeah, and it was a pleasure to do it, honestly. Um, every time I do a mural, I, I learn a little bit about myself and my craft and the work that I do. So, yeah, it, every time I do this, it's a pleasure. and. What did you learn about yourself doing this mural? Um, <laughs> I learned that I like using tape. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I used to not like it, and it was a, uh, you know, it's something that I struggled to work into my workflow. Yeah. And, uh, you know, now it's a thing. <laughs> it looks good, so. Yeah, it's awesome. A lot of straight lines uh, in the mural, and you had some challenges because it's not a flat surface. Right. Yeah, coming in, I thought it was um, it was pretty textured, um, but at the end of the day, it was uh, not as big of a, an issue as I thought it was going to be because of the tools that I'm using, um, tape, brushes that are like, um, they're a flat brush, and they create a really fine line. Um, I think it's called a Mottler brush, but yeah, it did. Did a good job. Talk about the paint you use. I know that's not something that, you know, you can just run in and grab. Right. Yeah. The paint that I use is, um, it's based out of um, California. It's a paint that's made specifically for outdoors. Um, it's a resin-based paint, so it's acrylic and resin, um, where most interior wall paint is latex. Um, and yeah, the pigments are extremely bright. Um, and they last a very long time, so. Have you named, does th this mural have a name? No, Let's it doesn't. It right We're naming it right you now? Name okay. Um, Radical like Jackson. There you go. Radical Jackson. I like it. No, that's not, I don't like that. <laughs> you come up with something. We'll figure it out. How'd you, uh, how'd you enjoy spending time, uh, <clears throat> time in the building here? I loved it. I loved it. It was uh, not only special because this building is beautiful, but my uncle actually worked on the studio with O'Hara uh, Construction. Um, Ted Hines did a great job, and you know the woodwork is amazing. Perfect, Ted. Yeah, perfect, Ted. We almost had to get permission from Ted to do this. Uh, <laughs> that was the only part that Ted would let you. Yeah, touch, really. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we missed Ted. So very cool to have kind of that family connection. Yeah. That's what we're all about. And uh, yeah, yeah. Who, who would have, who would think that you had to have an indoor mural across from a, yeah. a, a custom set that your uncle designed yeah. and built? Yeah, I was a little like, while I was working on it, I was hyper aware of the floor, trying not to get paint on the floor <laughs> and trying, you know, I'm a messy painter um, at, at heart. So it was very... Very worried. <laughs> I was like, oh boy. So what's next? Are you uh, at work on your next project already? Um, no. Uh, actually, I have a little bit of a downtime going on right now. Um, so I'm taking this time to work on my home studio and get um, my recording uh, area all set up because I'm starting to stream. Nice. Um, you know, on my downtime, and eventually I'll, when I have another mural, I'll be streaming that as well. So. Um, as far as uh, prospects go, I think Grand Rapids might be next, um, but it's hard to say. Yeah, so. I'm sure there's some uh, people who are gonna definitely be calling you and wanting uh, wanting your work in their building after yeah. seeing uh, seeing some of this stuff. So, well, um, my website is uh, sneedartdesigns.com, and there is a uh, mailing list you can subscribe to, and um, it has all my information. So if anybody wants to um, 
you know, get a hold of me, you can do it through my website and then we can have a personal conversation and figure it out from there. And we'll so, vouch for you. Of course. Yeah. I hope. I hope so. <laughs> and that's Need S-N-E-E-D-A-R-T, and that's a play on your last name. Yeah, it's a play on my last name. Well, thanks for the awesome job that you did here. Yeah, I thank look you. Forward guys. To uh, years of enjoying it. Yeah, I'm excited to you know come back over time and see it and watch it on the show and yeah. Yeah, if the, maybe they'll build some new buildings downtown. Yeah, we'll we have, have to add to it. Up, yeah, yeah. Up a little bit. That would be know. sweet. Oh, There's be plenty of room for it too. Uh, artist Jackson, artist and artist uh, who created our mural here at GTV, Zach Snyder. Uh, the Jackson YMCA has a lot coming up, and we'll get all the details coming up next. Stay tuned. At Blair's Car Care, honesty and customer satisfaction have always been the most important thing for us. We have been serving loyal customers in Jackson County for almost 100 years. We do auto repair of all sorts, including tires, alignment, brakes, oil changes, and much more. For more information, please call 517-782-8116 or come stop by at 2424 Wildwood Avenue and experience for yourself what makes Blair's so special. With over 90 years of service in the Jackson area, we take every measure to assure you that your project will be beyond your satisfaction. Our experience, ability to do a wide variety of jobs, and our dedication to perfection is what puts us above the competition. We are confident we can help you with any and all of your electrical needs and repairs. It's never too late or too early to get that patio ready for spring. Come on down to Summit Lawn and Recreation where you can choose from our incredible selection of outdoor furniture. We can also provide delivery for your convenience. Pick it up today at Summit Lawn and Recreation on Brooklyn Road. Hello Jackson area. We'd like to welcome you to Cottontails, Jackson's toy store since 2017. Located on the first floor of the Jackson County Tower Building, we are open on most weekdays as well as Saturday. Hours are posted on Facebook at Cottontails Jackson. Cottontails offers high quality natural toys. The owner, Carrie McEwen, is friendly and committed to making sure kids and families in the Jackson area get the best toys. Shop small, shop local, and give children the gift of play. True Community Credit Union, true to our members, communities, and team, providing 138 years combined service. Visit trueccu.com today. Asthma Allergy Centers can help you breathe freely. Since 1980, our board-certified specialists have provided testing and treatment for a wide variety of asthma and allergy-related conditions, including immunodeficiencies and skin problems. No referrals are necessary, and we accept any insurance or no insurance. You can even use our mobile app to check in and pay. Come see us at our Jackson office or one of our multiple offices in Southwest Michigan. I'm Chef Jake. Add some fresh food to your day with Chefin's Food Factory. We don't rehash tired old recipes, we create our own. Our award-winning chef makes delicious creations from scratch, like our meal's own. It's great food at a reasonable price with new specials every week. Stop in for takeout or we can cater your next event. No events too big, no events too small, we cook them all. Grab your next meal at Chefin's Food Factory, located inside Hometown Convenience, 1033 Cooper Street. Welcome back to the morning show. We are now with Lindsay Wood from the Jackson YMCA. Good morning, Lindsay. Good morning. How it's are you guys? Good. Today? Great to see you. It's I, great to see you too. I um, I'm looking forward to Saturday. We are too. We are um, so excited to be opening up to the community and showing what we have been running, showing what will be coming up in the future, and having a little bit of normalcy and a little bit more fun, especially since it's snowing or was <laughs> snowing, let's get some warmth and think of spring. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, very challenging time for the Y all throughout this uh, pandemic and it's opportunity for people to either join or rejoin after uh, this long, long pause for a lot of people. Absolutely, and we are offering uh, specials while you're there or online of $0 registration fees and a camp special too of $0 registration fees for camp as well. So that's up to $100 savings. That's awesome. And I know that uh, the camps that you have had have been pretty popular so far. Absolutely. We did uh, something new this year and we opened up registration at the beginning of the year. Usually it's about April when you'll see that registration open up. 
and we've seen quite a quite a few registrations come through so far so it's very exciting we have 10 weeks planned for summer camp and we can show you all what we have planned out for that bringing back cedar point and michigan adventure this year oh we were able to do that and um and just show you what we have in in the facility mm -hmm. i think uh there were um limitations during the uh, spring break and also during uh, Christmas you could only accommodate so many kids are you gonna do, do you know have a feel yet for uh, if you're gonna have any restrictions this, for the camp this summer there will be some restriction but it's going to be higher than uh, we had before uh, since we have the buses we have Summit Branch to utilize and um, we had eight successful weeks last year with accommodating a smaller group so we feel that we can continue that safe, fun procedure and expand the numbers we have with social distancing and getting them outside. You've uh, obviously had some new people experience the Y um, through the camps and through your virtual Wednesdays. Obviously, uh, JP JPS is virtual on Wednesdays, so mm -hmm. a, lot of, a lot of kids will come to the Y. Um, have you have you gotten a chance to see some new faces or some some kids of some members that maybe you hadn't seen before over the over the last year? It's been wonderful to see some uh, meet some new faces and then see some faces we didn't get to see last summer. We have a lot of families that we see all year round and they've made it work. They made it safe for their families and then we saw them for winter break and spring break camp and now we're seeing them for virtual mm -hmm. Wednesdays and it's it's just it's a community, and so it, it's so nice to see them and have that fun and joy. You see that joy in their faces of seeing their friends and old camp friends, too. So for people coming on um, Saturday, what, um, what can they expect as far as things they could do? Is, there, is the rock wall open, for example? <laughs> the rock wall. The rock wall is open, and I'm so excited because it is, rock climbing is one of my favorite things to do. And we have automatic belay systems now. So we've upgraded yes. the belay system, so three climbers can climb at a time while being social distance and um, so what happens is as it climbs up it retracts and then you can repel slowly on the way down too so it's self-administered nice. and so and we still have a staff member in there to help you out and getting that back open we used it for spring break and the kids had a blast with it have you been on it andy not and um, not that one no <laughs> well, we have to come down we'll the get old, you do you remember the old one yes <laughs> I, yep. I think I jumped up and just touched the top of that one. Um, we should that rock ball gave me an idea. We should we should be doing um, uh, races between the staff up the wall. Rock wall races. Wa rock wall races. I'm in. Yeah. yeah. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Absolutely. So that will be available the whole time, 11 to 2 on Saturday. We also have a swim lesson. Uh, evaluation available that one requires a registration and I think it's over halfway full at this point so if you're interested in seeing how um, where your kids are at with their swim availability please sign up you can still check out the pool area we'll have games in the gym martial arts going on we'll have Zumba outside weather permitting or inside to check that out and really just a lot of fun in the, in the whole building I think last year a lot of kids missed uh, water safety and swim lessons. Mm -hmm. You just couldn't do them. Mm -hmm. So there's probably a pent-up uh, demand and you'll have capacity limits again. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, the earlier to sign up for swim lessons, the better. They have been filling for uh, private lessons and group lessons. And they've been doing that for several weeks now. And uh, I put my son in them too, and it really expanded his uh, um, capability of a strong swimmer. So well worth it. One of the most important things we can do for our kids in Michigan is get them signed up for water safety very early. Mm -hmm. You didn't Everybody. learn how to swim until you were older. No, I, sw I was on a swim team. Just, I, didn't, uh, I was a champion. I was well known as a swimmer uh, for <laughs> many like years. Sounds like it. Right. In, in yeah. high school. I was on Lake Pontchartrain? <laughs> I was on a swim team. Really? Yeah. That's not true. Yeah. Individual uh, medley. Um, Backstroke. Um, we are going to become a swimming powerhouse in this community with um, your new facility, JPS. Um, this the is lakes. going to be, yes, the lakes. We are going to, in the next 20 years, become uh, the leader in uh, swimming and diving in the we, state. We could be a mm -hmm. very big destination spot for that, That's absolutely. Right. And when you have your new pool, 
don't, we don't know anything about the size of that or anything yet, do we? Um, I can't confirm anything. I, I believe it's going to be six lanes, and then uh, where we have our ther therapy pool, we're going to do zero entry on that one. And um, so you have all different mm -hmm. levels with like a splash pad in there too. So mm -hmm. it's uh, definitely going to be updated and uh, just absolutely beautiful. So it, I'm really excited about the new Y. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what temperature do you like? The, what's the ideal pool water temperature for you, Andy? Mm, 90. <laughs> <laughs> are we doing laps or are we just lounging? <laughs> yeah, it, between somewhere between 80 and 90. That's, that's extraordinarily warm. Well, that's okay. For a pool. For a pool. Yeah. Yeah. I think the big pool stays about 85. Yeah, so yeah. right about in that wheelhouse, really? what I yeah. like. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, is the pool too warm or too cold? He's just been right. Just right. Just yeah. right. Yeah, what do you like to swim in? 92. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the therapy pool. <laughs> well, you know, the, it's just the initial, uh, yeah. If we could get past that somehow. Well, I think you're a little uh, <laughs> late in life to be worried about that, but that's okay. All right, anything new on the uh, capital campaign? Um... I, I guess you'll have to have somebody else on for that okay. one, but um, <laughs> I, we're still going strong, and uh, I know that they're gearing up towards the, toward the end of it and hopefully putting shovels in the ground uh, this summer. So it's a really exciting time for us as mm -hmm. we bring back um, some things we know and continue to grow into new areas too. Awesome. All right, this Saturday, and it's a downtown uh, location only. Yes, yep, downtown, mm -hmm. 11 to 2 at the Jackson YMCA. And we'll see you there, I'm sure. I will be yeah. there. <laughs> Plan for healthy snacks like popcorn and not-so-healthy snacks like cotton candy. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming in today. Thank you guys so you. much. It's great yeah. to see you. Uh, Lindsay Wood is uh, School Age Coordinator at the Jackson YMCA. The morning show continues after this. With the events of the past year, many families have gotten off schedule when it comes to physician appointments and important immunizations. Now is an ideal time to get back on track. The Center for Family Health provides quality, affordable care to children and adults in a safe, friendly environment. So don't wait to protect your family's health. Call 517-748-5500 to make an appointment. The Center for Family Health, opening the door to health care for all in Jackson. Someone once told me that every community needs a strong hospital, a strong college, and a strong bank. County National Bank is that bank. CMB provides outstanding personal banking services and is the bank of choice for several nonprofit organizations that serve our communities. It's an honor to be part of the growth of the communities we serve in Jackson, Roseville, Lenaway, and Allen counties. And we're proud to help local businesses expand and succeed. CMB is banking that stays in the community. Almost 17 years at the old plant. Never thought I'd see the day when we shut her down. But we're going coal free. I stayed on for two years to monitor the air quality. I'm still with the company and we're still keeping the air clean. This is what it's all about. for one elite team making the impossible possible. All for one innovative plan built for one cancer fighter, you. All for one goal, rising above your cancer. At the Henry Ford Cancer Institute, we're in this fight together. And at our global destination, we'll take care to the next level. owner of Allegra Printing of Jackson. We have grown from a quick print shop into a commercial printing company. Full color printing, on-site graphic design, variable data printing, and much more. Come see us at Allegra Printing of Jackson, 1232 Southwest Avenue. I love living and teaching in Jackson County because I feel respected and supported as an educator. I get to teach in person. I know I am making a difference in my community when I teach my students. 
Jackson County Schools wants to put you at the head of the class. Come find your new job at the Pre-K through 12 and Special Education Virtual Job Fair on Wednesday, April 28th. Register today at the QR code on your screen or visit jcisd.org. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. Today is Wednesday, April 21st, and I would like to wish our administrative professionals here in JTV a happy Administrative Professionals Day. There really are office managers, directors of first impressions, mm -hmm. Trish LaFere and Dana Vance. Dana and Trish, thank you so much. Happy Administrative Professionals Day. What are we doing for uh, Trish and Dana today? Uh, we've sent them lovely gifts. Oh, okay. Nice. Yep. Should we have them come out and take a bow? Uh, Trish wouldn't. Dana would. I don't think Trish is here today. <laughs> Trish is not here today. She, we gave her Administrator Professionals Day off. We could use her today. She's awesome. And Dana too. So we're actually, we are so lucky to have Trish and Dana. We are. I'm not just saying that. We are so lucky. Uh, March Madness is uh, just a memory, but uh, people could be paying for it for a long time. In the state of Michigan, uh, internet gaming operators reported $95.1 million in internet gaming gross receipts from just March. I'm really not surprised. $100 million. <laughs> and the state does get a little bit of that, you know, with uh, yeah, a little, little taxes. A little bit of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are not you worried surprised. about Amazon taking over the world? Amazon? I think they already have. Yeah. Well, they're... Uh, inching their way. Uh, Amazon salons are the new thing. And, and people that were like in service businesses, like lawn mowing people, uh, haircuts, they thought, well, Amazon can't deliver what I do. Well, guess what? Amazon opened its first hair salon and they will be offering uh, hairdressing services dressed up with technology. So you can look in a mirror and have them change your hair color uh, in this uh, computer screen and you could choose a new look, and they are hoping to uh, take the uh, f uh, hair and fashion industry by storm. I'm sick of all these robot things yeah. making us walk around. Look, I, I, can't, I can't even stand this. Yeah. This makes me ill. No. This story makes me ill. It's in London, so I don't know how soon it's gonna make it to Jackson. Well, it will never make it to Jackson, no. ever, which is why I love living here. <laughs> um, we have a busy weekend. This weekend. Yeah. This is the first busy weekend we've had since um, Febu or February of 19 or 20 or whenever the pandemic started. <laughs> there's a run. Uh, yep. There's uh, the Spring Fling downtown Sunday. Sunday. Uh, there's um, a community day at the Y. Mm -hmm. um, there's just all kinds of stuff going on. The yeah. Chamber Connection tomorrow, uh, Pat O'Dowd is going to be with me and Pat is bringing Maisha Cunningham, who is the lead pastor at Ravenbrook Recovery Church, and they had a ribbon cutting uh, last Friday evening at the uh, Commonwealth Commerce Center. So looking forward to, uh, to having her on the morning show tomorrow, along with uh, Dr. O Don O'Neill will be with us, too, tomorrow. Awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, later on today, do you know who's on uh, my show later today? I do. I do know who's on your show today. I know Ted Kristoff is on the show because mm -hmm. I saw his name and then I don't... I, you I know, don't. it's weird. The papers, I just lose them immediately. I don't have the paperwork for them. Mm. Do you know Brandon is coming up on the show today? All these paperwork. <laughs> it's like I have it and then it just... <laughs> well, it's going to be a great show, so we hope that you can stay with us today and uh, join us at one o'clock. Uh, oh, here it is. Oh. Ah. Denise Owens, Melissa Pohorance, Casey Hansen from Experience Jackson, Emily Moorhead from Henry Ford Allegiance, and the aforementioned Teddy Kristoff. That's it, thanks for watching, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>